0: Shri Krishna, Shri Krishna, Shri Krishna, Shri Krishna. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwara, Guru Sakshat, Param Brahma, Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha, Tasmai Shri Gurave. We have been listening to Satsanga for years and years and years and here also we have been constantly, every day, the same theme Chinmātrāt nāsti dikpālaha, chinmātrāt nāsti. Yet, why we are not being uh, influenced by this wisdom? What is the reason? So this prayer we are listening every day. Om Sahanaavato Sahana Bhunakto sahana Sahvirem Karvavahi Tejasvina Vadita Mastoma Vidvisha Vahi. If the meaning of this prayer really means something clear, then our Approach to life will change. For example, when you say saharavavatu, sahanavavatu, avatu means protect. So who is here? Only two parties. One is the acharya and the second is the student. In our satsanga, it is not guru and the bhakta devotee. No. Keep devotees at home. Okay. So the teaching or the study of scriptures is going on. Now, in the study of scriptures, the teacher is called as Acharya and the student is called as Shishya. Shishya means what? Who is ready to learn? And if we learn, we will change. If we don't learn, we will not change. So, who are here? So, there are two persons. One is the teacher, other is the student. Now, when it is said, Om Sahana Avatu, sahana Avatu, may we both be protected. From whom? Only two of us are here. So, let the Acharya be protected from the students and let the students be protected from the Acharya. See, what kind of protections? So let the Acharya not impose himself in terms of anything <coughs> except the student as he or she is. Unless there is a mutual respect, there is no possibility of transfer of knowledge. And second thing, let the students not eat the head of the teacher. See, two things. So sahana bhavatu. Now another meaning will be, the student is carrying the burden of wrong notions. And under those wrong notions he is buried. So may he be protected from these wrong notions. And what about the teacher? The teacher also must be protected from the wrong notion. Now what the wrong notion the teacher can have? He should not have this uh, imagination. Then I am teaching somebody and the people will change because of his teaching. Forget about it. Nobody can change anybody. We have to change ourselves. Sahana bhavatu, then sahana bhunaktu, secondly. May both the teacher and the student enjoy learning and teaching. If the teacher is not inspired and if he is getting bored, what is the, the same student and the same Brahman and the same Prempuri Ashram? And the, <coughs> See? If the teacher is not inspired, he cannot teach. And the students also must be inspired. Like you must have seen. In any musical concert, when the audience is responsive, then the singer gets more and more inspired. See? In the same manner, if the students are, ah try, huh, ah, <laughs> then gone. So, both must enjoy the process of. Parting the knowledge and process of learning from it. Therefore, one of the most important things in our life is whatever we are doing or not doing, it must be done under the atmosphere of happiness, not as a burden.. Then third part of the prayer, So let both of us put all our efforts. What will be the effort on the part of the teacher? See, the teacher should be able to perceive what is going on in the minds of the students and what kind of students he is addressing. He, the, the audience is children See? and to those children you start telling Tattva masi, you know that gone. So depending upon the students, the teacher must be able to communicate in the language in which they understand. That is his that is his effort. Otherwise, you see, you know, some kind of old stories are told. How Dhruva was there, how then uh, Prahlad was there. Now, these stories cannot inspire the modern mind. How we get lost? Many teachers get lost. I was in uh, US and after my talk was over, one gentleman came And he started talking to me in Sanskrit. There were so many other people also. (coughs) So he was talking in Sanskrit. I was replying in English. Then he said, Why don't you talk in Sanskrit? I said, I don't know. This is Mahamantra. You can protect yourself from anything in this world by this one Mahamantra. I don't know. Over. You are not compelled to know everything in the world. You don't know. Nobody you are understanding. I said, yes, that is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> then he said, why are you not? I said, listen. You want to listen? Be attentive. Listen now. What for we are talking in a group of people? Should we only to talk and others keep looking at us like the animal from the zoo? When you are in a company of the people, we must use a common language. It's common sense. Now what should I do? I have to prove to the audience that I know Sanskrit. You know that Sanskrit I know. There is no need. So the teacher must be able to communicate without trying to prove that he is someone superior than others know. See, the communication by the teacher should be such that the listener should feel that hey come on it is so simple then the teaching is right otherwise if the teaching is such oh god it's very difficult i don't think i'll come again for this no sahabiriam karma and the students also should put equal efforts see but many times what happens some examples are given Suppose husband and wife are together in the satsang by mistake <coughs> and some example is given about the husband or the wife, immediately they start looking at each other. I am not referring to you individually, it is a general thing, sahaviryam karmavai. Many people take it personally, no take it as a principle, not as a person. So, when it is not understood, one lady in uh, some place wrote me an email. Could you believe that? And she wrote, Swamiji, you are always making fun of ladies. Are you born without a lady? Are you uh, having no sisters in this world? I said, okay. I extend profuse apologies for all the ladies in the whole universe are you happy then I wrote further has anybody ever made a fun of a lady as a mother as a grandmother as a sister no only as a wife because if you don't have anything light in your life your life will be a burden it will be a double burden what is wife <laughs> and think it is serious you can imagine if somebody has a serious wife, he is for life. Therefore, do not take any, any example as a personal attack. Then only one can learn in life. So, like sometimes we give example, good Jews, and then, um, So That doesn't mean we have got any bad intention about it. Just to lighten up. Because in the other um, Harikatha, there the audience is going to sleep because it is very long, three, four hours, who can concentrate? But they keep on talking. The prayer itself is for half an hour. So you can come anytime, come with the children and with the tiffin box and eat and, and they enjoy. It's wonderful. And when the Mahatma is talking, many of them go to sleep. So he has to wake them up and what to do? Then he starts start bhajan. Choti-choti gaya, lambe-lambe baal. Everybody gets up. See? Now here I can't do that. So you have to be something light somewhere. Then you get out of that stupor. And when everybody laughs, this fellow was sleeping. Then in that laughter, he wakes up and he asks, Hey, what happened? What happened? And the person tells the joke. oh, oh, oh. only singular laughter. The idea is it is very difficult to hold somebody's mind and to tell something. Sahaviryam Karvavai. Then Tejas Vinav Adita Mastu. Tejas Vinav Adita Mastu. Whatever we have learned must be brilliant and bright. We must remember it 24 7. We should be always aware of that, what we are studying. If that is not done, then we become professional satsangi. And professional satsangis are those who are a challenge for the Mahatma. If you have got guts, try to improve on you. So many Mahatmas have come and gone. Now you try. And therefore it is said, when you go to satsang, there is peace, but they don't tell where there is peace. No, all of you have come over here, at your home, there is peace. Because you are not there. Therefore, adhitaṁ tīra vāstu. We must remind ourselves of what we have heard, what we have learned. Otherwise, there is no point. Therefore, if we are really listening to Satsangha, a change is bound to come in our way of interacting with the world, in our way of looking at our life. It will happen naturally. One of my very good friends he was telling me, I said, mahatmaji <coughs> thank you very much, you are supporting me and all. He said, No, no, somebody, I am not supporting you are supporting me. Said, How come? Then he told. He said, I know what I was. I was such a terrible person. On small little issues. I used to make everybody's life miserable. Now I have listening to you for last so many years. I have never listened to my mother. My mother used to tell, listen to Bhagwat. Hey, useless! don't touch. Her. Hey, angry type of person. Now I don't know why we started listening to you. And today I say with confidence, that I am 100% change person. Now, nothing disturbs me. Then he told me, these are the problems of my life, family. Had I been the same one who was earlier, I would have made the life of everyone miserable. But today I am cool. And this I owe to you. Because slowly, listening every day, the changes have come. Tejas Vinav Adi Tamastu. Fourth, and the fifth most important prayer, Mahavidvishavahe. Let there be no bitterness for anything or anybody in this world. A bitter mind cannot receive anything. See? An example, (coughs) if some girl is very beautiful, educated, earning a lot, but if she has got one white patch of leukoderma on her face, everything stands cancelled, is it not? And we all know it is not a a genetic disease, it is not a a contagious disease, it is only a metabolic disorder. And yet, in the same manner, We may have everything in life, but if we have bitterness, misunderstanding, anger, frustration towards anybody in this world, we are gone. So these are the five parts of this prayer. Om Sahanaavavatu Sahanaavhunaktu Sahaviryam Karvavahe Tejasvinavaditamastuk Mavidvishavahe when these five things are practiced then what will happen om shanti 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 for shanti is our physical body will be available to us whenever we want our problem means our body is not available to us in the morning body says, not nah, abuse ke kya karen? why waste time it's only now 9 o'clock up to 11 o'clock see Prosperity is meant by being useless and good for nothing, more the choice you give to yourself, you think that you are a prosperous, no, see, therefore the first shanti is that our body must be available to us whenever we want, that is the healthy body. Don't bother for the figure and size, no, that is not important, there are some people who are figure-wise perfect, but mentally upset. Therefore, first, body should be healthy means, it should be available whenever we want. Second thing, second uh, shanti, the mind should be available. Now, what is the availability of the mind? This is a simple training. Only this much we have to remember. Wherever, whenever, whatever we are, we must remember that much, for example in this hall, I am here, you are here. No, here at this time, for what? For talking on Teyabindu Upanishad. See if I am aware of this, then my mind will cooperate. Similarly, you are here for listening. Therefore, at this moment, you are none other than the student. If you forget this for a moment, then your mind will run here and there. So why our mind runs here and there is only for this, because of this error. We are not aware when, where, what we are. So remain whatever you are supposed to be. Here we are uh, in satsanga, I am a speaker, you are a listener. That's no third relationship with anybody in the world. Then the second Shanti is understood. Om Shanti Shanti. And the third Shanti is all wrong notions are corrected without creating new notions. You see, in all other paths, they create new notions. Earlier I was a bhogi, now I am a yogi. (coughs) Earlier I used to sing cinema song. (coughs) Now I sing the bhajans. Earlier I was taking the non-vegetarian. Now I am taking a vegetarian. Earlier I used to go to the movie halls. Now I go to the temples. So only one notion is replaced by other notion. No. Delete the wrong notions without creating a new notion. That is the third Shanti. In this manner, when we are studying the scriptures, this prayer is offered. This prayer is normally said in the Upanishad before we start. But many people say this prayer before lunch or before dinner. The reason being one word. Sahana bhunaktu. Bhunaktu, it is not made for food. Sahaviriam karva daba. That is not the reason man. See? So, in this manner, when we are slowly and steadily studying the scriptures, with all understanding, then we will be reminded of everything 24-7. So, in the 39th mantra, Yaccha Yavaccha Durastam Sarvam Chinmatram mevahi, Yaccha Yavaccha Bhutani, Yaccha Lakshate, Whatever, whatever is distant or near is only Paramatma. Now we are coming to the space. See, in Isha Upanishad it says that Tadduram tad Sarvasya Tadu Sarvasya se See, the truth is far away for those who do not know, and the truth is nearer than the nearest those who know. Like when we are trying to look at the horizon. Horizon is far away. But we know what is the horizon. Horizon is nothing but where the space touches the ground. Is it not here we are standing? See? In the same manner, these distances are nothing but the projection of the mind. Therefore, far away and far near, this only as long as the mind is functional and therefore when we have enfolded our mind as in deep sleep, that time the concept of the space, the projection of the space stands null and void and therefore we are nowhere. So when we are nowhere, where is the question of the Paramatma is far away or far near? Therefore, Yachaya Durastam, whatever you think it is far away, okay, that also is Paramatma. And what is nearer than the nearest, that is also Paramatma. Now, see, one by one we will take it, distant. Whatever is pursued by us through our sense organs, that becomes uh, nearer to us. And whatever we imagine by the mind, it becomes distant. Like we imagine, I am in Switzerland and now it must be very cold there. But there is a very nice uh, winter festival. The people have nice dresses put on black and white. And then they keep on dancing Oh, far away mentally. On 21st June in Norway, Oslo, they have this uh, <coughs> midnight sun. So, when I went there at that time, everything is open. You can go in any shop, drink anything, eat anything. It is a big celebration going on. Oh, it is far away. I am in ashram very near. So, pursued through the sense organs nearer, Uh, Imagine my the mind is distant and the truth is, both the places, I alone is the reality. Therefore, distant and near is only imagination, everything is in this, Chinmātrame mevahi, and yaccha yāvaccha bhūtādi, and whatever is, wherever it is, however it may be, it is nothing but the Paramātma. Like Whatever is in my body, it is I alone. Now, here's one important principle. That which is recognized by us as included in the definition of I, our love for that is natural and we do not hate it. We do not hate. All that is included in the definition of I, we don't hate it. How it is now. I'll just give you an example. There was one girl who used to come for my talks in Delhi, and uh, she used to sit in the front. And one day, I think third or fourth day, I went for breakfast to some place. She was also there. I said, Hey, you came here also for breakfast. Satsang is okay. Then she told Samili, this is my house. I said, Okay. And then I said, okay, let Mama prepare, you come and sit with me. So I said, show me your hand. So I took her hand. For the first time I saw such long nails and colored red and all that. I said, hey, how your nail have become red? Do you drink blood or what? <laughs> no, no, Swamiji. I said, don't take it away. I want to learn what it is. No, we give color and all that and all that. I said, Oh, God, then how do you use your mobile phone with so much big, big nails? And when you take food, will it not hurt your tongue and mouth? All my general knowledge, everything was over. Next day she came for the lecture and she has cut all the nails. I said, Hey, why did you cut? No, Swamiji, I was feeling very embarrassed. I said, Anyway, never mind. I like those nails. Where are they? Please give me. No, I have thrown them away. be attentive. When they were included in the definition of I, they were beautiful. I love them. When they are separated from the definition of I, throw it away. Yasmin Sarvani Bhutani Atma eva abhut vijanataha tatrako moha kashokaha When our ultimate knowledge is, everything is included in me. Then what will happen? There will be zero eruption of thoughts. There will be no desire. There will be no fear. There will be no anger. Because there is no sense of otherness. My right does, hand doesn't have expectation from the left hand. No expectations. This is the meaning of these mantras. Bhutadi Lakshade Sarvam Chinmatra Everything is this blissful conscious existence. Therefore, all our artificiality in life will disappear. Our left uh, hand doesn't try to prove to the right hand, I am also not that bad as you think of me. No. we don't try to prove anything to anybody in this world. Be what you are. The life will become extremely simple. Then alone we are walking with spiritual path. Then, yaccha vedanta sarvam chinmatra mevahi. Whatever is told in the Vedanta shastra is only this much. Sarvam kalvidam brahma. Today when I was sitting, a beautiful thought passed through. Vedanta means what? Snake and the rope. Now this example we have heard many times but what exactly it should mean to us, it is something like this, (coughs) we are told like this, that if you see a snake in place of a rope because of the little less light and wrong perception, then what we do, we take a torch and then uh, put it on the... Snake which appeared, but in the right means of knowledge, that is the light, the snake disappears and the rope is seen. This is the uh, explanation of this example. Now the question is, the rope is seen as a snake by whom? By the rope or by the other person? By the other person, not by the rope. From roper's point of view, it was always a rope, in the same manner. From eye point of view, speaker, I am alone the speaker, the walker, I am alone the walker, the listener, I am alone the listener, the tester, I am alone the tester. So although so many eyes are born because of my identification with the different functions yet I don't have the sense that they are someone other than me. In the same manner from the rope's point of view there is no snake. Exactly the same way from the absolute standpoint relativity is only imagined. If you go and talk to the waters and tell that, oh water, you are terrifying man as an ocean, but as the waves I enjoy. What will be the response of the water? Excuse me, gentlemen, what is the ocean? And what is the wave? From water's point of view, there is neither ocean the cause, wave the effect. In the same manner, here it is said, Vedanta Sarvachin Therefore, if we are really studying Vedanta Shastra, then everything, whatever may be the path, karma, yoga, then upasana, then vishishtha, dvaita, dvaita and then the bhog or this uh, walking and doing tapasya, everything is in the right place, nothing is wrong. That is required for that. See, in this manner, ultimate understanding of the Vedanta is, Vedanta gives us the wisdom which is not opposed to anything or anybody. Like the space is not opposed to any shape, any size. Like the water is not opposed to any ocean, any wave. Like the gold is not opposed to any form, any use. Like the eyes are not opposed to any color, any form. Like the mind is not opposed to any thought, good or bad. The consciousness is not opposed to waking, dream, deep sleep and samadhi. This unopposed substratum This is the meaning of Vedanta. And this meaning of Vedanta you will see fulfilled in Vrindavan, in uh, Aranda Vrindavan, Swami Khandanji Maharaj's place. In there, they have got a temple there, and Nritya Gopal temple. And all the Mahatmas belonging to all the paths. Everybody is equally respected. There is no sampradaya That That is the real meaning of Vedanta. See? Therefore, sarvam chinma. Yechayavachya Vedanta sarvam chinmatra me Chinmatra nasti gavanam. Chinmatra nasti mokshakam. So. Even your pura jananam, pura maranam. This is all happening only in the conscious reality and nowhere else. Be attentive. See, whatever we think we are, that we are. Now what more can be the freedom given to us? You think you are a body? Yes, you are a body. Then grow old and die. You think that you are a husband, then be a husband, nothing wrong, and suffer. You think you are a soul, nothing wrong, punarapi jananam, punarapi maranam. We are not compelling you. You decide what you are. You take yourself to be the divine Brahman, yes, we agree. But we are again and again, impose Papuham ham, papakarma ham, go to hell. You only said, you decide what you are. Many people have got that very negative approach in life. That I am most unfortunate. Yes, you are unfortunate. No doubt about it. I am very lucky. Yes, you are lucky. I am fool. Yes, perfectly. Very few people understand it. See friends, what more freedom you want in life. And next step. Whenever we think that I am body, now what is the logic behind it? No logic? When I say I am a soul, what is logic behind it? And we consider ourselves to be very intelligent. Therefore, Chinmatra yet nasti gamanam. Gavanam means punarapi jananam, maranam. All the birds and deaths, everything is happening in the same conscious existence. You know why we feel difficulty in comprehending this? I am observing this. It's very difficult to comprehend. Do you know why? Because we are imagining that we are going from one place to another place. That is
1: not the meaning. This going
0: from one place to another place after death is like what? The waker disappears and enters the dream. The dream disappears and comes the deep sleep. The deep sleep disappears and comes the samadhi. The samadhi breaks and goes to the waking. As if somebody is going, that is not the meaning. Avyakta dini bhūtani vyakta madhyāni avyakta neva tatrakā paridevana when the winds come and on the flat surface of the ocean, because of the bombardment of the wind, the waves come, will you call the waves are born? And when all the winds quieten, the, flat, the surface of the ocean becomes flat, will you say that waves died? Think. So where from the waves you have come? They were unmanifest. See? Bhagwan Krishna, right in the beginning, tells Arjun. when he was frustrated. He said, All of us were unmanifest, become manifest, and again become unmanifest. Nobody is born, nobody dies. Chinmatrāt nāsti, other than this conscious existence, nothing else is. (coughs) (coughs) If you can contemplate how the ornaments are born and how the ornaments die. So, ornaments of born, is what? The gold has been superimposed with the name and the form and the utility. And name, form and utility makes it into many. But if we uh, melt those ornaments, then here they have gone. We'll take one, one example. <coughs> the second thing. We were as a child. The child body has gone there the child body has gone but we are the same teenage body came went away we are the same middle age body came we are the same bhagwan krishna says dehi no spinyata, kaumaram jara tatha dehantara in the same manner the old body will also go how does it matter you will get another body you are not a loser at all so, whether you take yourself to be Paramatma or Jivatma, anything doesn't matter. The idea is you will be at peace with yourself. And that is Chinmatra Nasti. Other than Chinmatra, pure conscious existence, nothing else is. Chinmatra Nasti Govanam, Chinmatra Moksha What is the meaning of realization, liberation, freedom? What will be the freedom (coughs) for the bird who was fighting with the reflection in the mirror? What will be his freedom? His freedom will be only one thing. Know that reflection is not real and therefore you don't have to fight. That's it. But the bird will not understand, then he will start doing karma yoga, and then he will do the ashtanga yoga, then he will take the cloth and wipe the um, reflection from the mirror, it will not go, then he will wash the mirror with the waters. it will not go, then he will try to um, do the japa so that the reflection will go from the mirror. Then he will do some charity, and do some social service, and yet it will not go. Then pray to the Lord, Oh Lord, Then the reflection disappear, and opens and still there. Bhagavan doesn't listen to my prayer. Bhagwan will be laughing. Majara, try kar See? It's so simple. Moksha is Getting rid of the wrong notions, without creating new notions, that is liberation. <coughs> Our notion is, I am unfortunate, drop it. Nobody told you you are unfortunate. <coughs> Our mind told you, see, We only imagine that I am in mean bondage, we only imagine we are liberated. Both of them are bluffs. In Mandukya Kanika, first chapter, Gaudapada Acharya says, na utpatti, na sadhaka, na mukthaha, na Nothing is created, nothing is destroyed, nobody is in bondage, nobody is liberated, nobody is seeking, everybody is doing time pass, relax. No, I want to realize. And you will see this kind of verses when they come, they come at a particular stage in edu- in study. Not all the time, don't hold on to that. <coughs> like it comes <coughs> that, Durlavaṁ uh, trayam um, evaithat divānugraha hetukam manushyattvam mamukshuttvam maha mahapurusha samshrayah. See, we have God with the, uh, you know, by the grace of the God, the Manushyatva, we are human being. Mumuksyatva, we want liberation. Mahapurusha Samshraya, we have got a guru also. Then, now we are caught up over here. Don't get lost in that. Atmaiva Atmano Bandhu atmana Wrong notions are with us. We have to get rejected get rid of those wrong notions. So what is the moksha? Moksha is only this much. First dehoham, drop it, you are liberated 50%. Then jeehoham, drop it, you are liberated 100%. Only two things. And how do we know we have achieved this or not? Don't go and ask anybody and can you please tell me whether I have realized? Ah, you are super-realized, achcha, the So how do we know these two things? First, Dehoham, this notion is given up. I am not the body. How do we know? Bhagavan Krishna says, When the world comes to us in the form of the complementary opposites, the mind remains undisturbed, <coughs> under all conditions, 50% liberated, then this is getting rid of the body identification, then the second thing is, with uh, reference to the jiva, the soul, the individuality, the honor and dishonor. Manapa these two things are distinctly experienced, then none of the worldly things can create turmoil in the form of desires and none of the worldly conduct will create any turmoil in the form of respect and disrespect. These are the two issues where a jiva is born. And this is how the liberation means. So, Chinmatrath, nathi Moksha Kam. Like, you know, the consciousness is supporting the wise man. The same consciousness is supporting a dog. So, do you think consciousness supporting a dog is in bondage and supporting the man is in liberation? No, it makes no difference. You only come to discover this. Kinmātrāt nāsti lakṣam ca sarvam kinmātramevahi akhandai krasam brahma kinmātrāt nahi vidyate. So, kinmātrāt nāsti lakṣam So What is the goal of our life? This much. And what is the meaning of pure consciousness? Be attentive. Knowledge without thoughts is consciousness. Knowledge gathered through the thoughts is mind. Both consciousness and mind are knowledge, like both the water and the ice are waters. But the ice is the water with a particular shape and size and water is without shape and size. Similarly, consciousness is without intervention of thoughts, mind is the consciousness with the intervention of thoughts. Now, apply it right away. When we want to know something, we have to know it through the medium of sense organs and mind, but when we have to know ourselves, what means of knowledge we will use? Are we trying to see ourselves? Are we trying to smell ourselves? Are we trying to hear ourselves? Are we trying to taste ourselves or touch ourselves? It is not that I feel myself. No. It's not that I understood myself. No. Naham manne suvedeti, nona vedeti yo Yonas tadveda tadveda, nona vedeti vedaja. uh, Kino Kainopanisha tells that I don't say I know, but that doesn't mean I don't know. Then I know that I do not know is the right way of knowing the truth. Meaning, it is not an objective understanding. And because it is not objective understanding, be very attentive, because it is not objective understanding, There is no possibility of forgetting it. Remembrance and forgetfulness belongs to the mind. I am, I don't remember. Then I know. And this knowledge is what, it is without an option as any time it happened that you don't know yourself no then is it necessary to say that i know there is no need like when we do not have experience of our absence is it wise to say that i am no need everything in this world is perceived with these two options is and is not but this optional acceptance of something doesn't apply to our own being. This non-optional presence, which is not opposed to anything, See? Therefore, when we study this operation, it must become subjective. <coughs> In uh, his commentary on Kathopanishad, Bhagavad Chankaracharya writes, Upanishad Shabdena brahma vidya ujjate. And Upanishad, because the book is in my hand, and it is written on this Tejovindu Upanishad, that doesn't mean that Upanishad is a book. See? then because I am talking to you on this topic, that doesn't mean I am teaching you Upanishad. Then, as you are listening and you are trying to learn, so that doesn't mean you are learning Upanishad. Then what is Upanishad? Okay. Upanishad means yourself. Okay. Dhatu, prefix with upa and ni these two suffixes prefixes. Upa means near, Ni means with firmness, Shada is Dhatu has three meanings. Shada is destruction, Shada is loosening. (coughs) So, we approach to our essential nature with, with conviction, and that conviction will lead to remove the wrong notion. They are destroyed. Then this gati, this is the destination of our being. We cannot go beyond this. Sa kashta sa paragati. We have reached our GPS point. And then avasadana, the impact of the relative world is loosened. This is the meaning of the word Upanishad. Therefore Upanishad, for the formality sake, we have to say, I am teaching Upanishad, I am learning Upanishad, I have understood Upanishad, but the real meaning of the word of the Upanishad is you yourself. See? Therefore, This is the laksha. this is the destination. Come back to yourself. But how we have gone away from ourselves? Through the sense organs, through the organs of action, through the mind, through the intellect. We have taken these vehicles and started running here and there. So, drop these vehicles. So First of all, na karmana, na prajaya, no know for certain through activity the truth is not revealed. See? By uh, more and more money nothing you will get. By praja, by having many children or many ashrams and disciples nothing is going to happen. Then Give up all that what is yours. You cannot give somebody else's things. So if you go within, you come to know that we have nothing in this world, starting from our own body onwards. Oh, thank God that we don't have to give up anything. No, you have to give up something. What, what we have? Yes, we have got one thing. What is that? That is not God's creation. That is our genius. See, wrong notions are created by us. Bhagavan very clearly tells Na kartrutvam na karmaani lokascha surjati prabhu Bhagwan has not created karma. Bhagwan has not created kartrutva viman. I am the doer, he is our creation. And therefore, we are the creator of our own karma. And karma fala saying yogam. And Bhagwan doesn't do the karma follow. You suffer because of your own way. Don't require anybody else to make us suffer. See, friends, what we have to give up? Only these wrong notions. And wrong notions are the only problem that has to be sorted out in life. So, Stilakshamcha sarvam Chinmatra Mevāhi. Then how do we start with? First of all, we start remaining indifferent to the world, like the space is indifferent to any content. Don't create friends and enemies in this world. In uh, Bhagavat Mahapurāna towards the end, Bhagwan Sri Krishna gives instructions to Uddhavji. Uddhavji asks, "Oh Lord, after you go, what will I do, how will I live? Bhagavān said, go to Badrinath and do tapasya there. And He gives two very important instructions. First of all, don't ask anybody to come and don't ask anybody to go. Second thing, do not praise anybody, do not condemn anybody. And he gives the reason. Because when you praise or condemn somebody, you have given a status of reality to that. Like suppose I praise this garland. Oh, this garland is so beautiful, it is so nice. Because I have taken it as real. But if the thread is broken and all the flowers come out separated, where the garland has gone? Nowhere. Because the garland is only an appearance. It is not real. Reality is the thread. thread is making it appear as a continuous one. Exactly the same way. These are very subtle points. Neither praise anybody nor condemn anybody. But don't try it when you go home. You have to praise your wife. Remember that. Otherwise, you will not be allowed to enter. Chinmātra nāti lakṣamcha Chinmātra sarva evahī Then, akhanda ikara sam Chinmātra nāhi vidyate Therefore, akhanda ekara sam brahma What we have been talking about is this, aham brahmāsmi, ultimately. In the next chapter, we will be instructed into this uh, sadhana of Aham brahmasmi How do we practice Aham brahmasmi So, akhanda ikrasam brahma cinmātrān nahi vidyate. Other than this reality, there nothing else is. Shastre, my toy shecha, akandaika so bhavan, it rupataya yova, janat yam tu iti, sacred jnane namuktisyan, samyag jnane guru. So, Shastre in the scriptures, Mai in me in you, Ishe in God, akhandai bhavan, You alone are everywhere, my dear. See, in our scriptures, nobody is condemned that you will go to hell or heaven, no. Bhavan, your great self, you are everywhere. Like, we are told, you are in the tongue, you are in the eyes, you are in the ears, you are in the um, esophagus, you are in the stomach, you are in the large intestine, you are in the anus. Where are you not? Exactly the same way. Shastrae ishe jahi akhanda ikraso bhavan iti ek roopataya yo janati In this manner, he who is able to recognize his presence in and through the totality, or in other words, he who is able to include everything in the definition of I. If you take this example, very dirty example, but very potent example. In our lower intestine, there is the fecal material. Think of that, you don't get disgust in the bladder full of urine. Think about it. You cannot get disgust because it is included in the definition of I. The moment it is separated, immediately it becomes unholy. We go to the temple, wash your feet and all that. Very good, go. And when you are there, suppose that time you are having very high BP. That time also you don't feel that, you know, oh, I am unholy before the Lord. No, because it is included in the definition of I. This is the meaning here that iti ekarupadaya yova janati aham iti. This is all my own expanse. There is nothing other than I. But this I is not a thought. Aham, A oh means no. Ha oh means Hananam, destruction. The one which can never be destroyed is Aham. So both. The Paramatma, Aham cannot be destroyed and the ego also cannot be destroyed. Why ego cannot be destroyed? Like what I explained to you, ego or the jiva, like man is Paramatma and husband is Jivatma. No, husband cannot be destroyed because husband has to be there to be destroyed. Then what is husband? An illusion. How can we destroy the illusion? Can we destroy the reflection in the mirror? No. So, Paramatma is aham, cannot be destroyed. Jivatma also cannot be destroyed. Then only recognize Jivatma is an appearance, enjoy, nothing wrong in that. But when we take this husband as a reality and we forget the man behind the husband, then the samsar becomes a great entertainment for the society. Only once you have to come to discover this. Once in lifetime. When there... Words are not properly pronounced, it makes a horrible meaning. Bengalis cannot say, sir, they say, sure. So if you Bengali has to read this, shakrut jnani Mukti muktisyan. Shakrut means fecal material and shakrut means once. So once you know the fecal material, <laughs> you are liberated. And when you are abiding in this Absolute for good, you have transcended everything and you are abiding in the Truth. This is the Tejo Bindu Panisha. With this, we concluded the second chapter. Next time, we'll take the third chapter, God's Willing. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnahat Purnamudajcate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vasisyate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Tri Gurubhyo Namaha Hari Om